Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your SmackDown post show. It is January 19th, and it is already an incredibly busy free agent market in pro wrestling with so much more to come. Alex Cardoza will be joining us momentarily. He's working out some camera issues, but who better to step in for some top of the show chit chat uh, than Sean Rossap? We got plenty of going on contract wise. The unfortunate Seth Rollins injury news, a lot happened in this week. Happy to have you on to answer some questions and to talk about it in general, as well as some upcoming stuff that I'm sure you have to tease for select as you do. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Glad to have my name back for the last couple of years. I've been known only as Luke with all capital letters. So um, tonight I get my name back and everybody's going to pop for it. So I'm very, very excited. I know, and you're not running around like Scrappy Doo with like a cabbie yes. hat on or anything like that. Well, well, listen, listen. If I show up at Starcast, you never know. I sometimes I am running around like Scrappy Doo. It's true, or you might show up at an independent promotion wearing a mask. We don't know. We don't know yeah. what's going to happen with Sean Ross. That, but that was news that went up on Fightful Select earlier today. The updates on Butch and changing back to the name Pete Dunn. Thank God. And how uh, Butch was not initially well-received, so you could check that out on Fightful Select. But a lot happening this week. I'll let you kind of dive in and let the questions from the chat decide a little bit, too. Um, We'll start off with this, because this is probably the biggest, but KE775 saying, sounds like Rollins has to forfeit the title on Monday. What a bummer. Hopefully he can make it back. And and when, I think, is the big thing. We're going to add Alex Cardoza into this chaos. But let's start with the Seth Rollins news. You had a, a bit of an update, an unfortunate situation um, with his injury. 
timing wise, do you have any beat on what that looks like? Do you think we're getting them back in time for Mania? Or is that all things that you can find on FightfulSelect.com instead? I know that was in the free tier, that initial update as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll use this opportunity to promote that free tier. For those of you who don't subscribe to Fightful Select uh, or don't plop down the $5 a month or $54 a year, there is a free tier, and that free tier occasionally has some stuff like, like this where I felt, you know, I thought it'd be a little bit gross to put something like that behind the paywall, but this is where our exclusive info goes. But you'll get notified of stories that get published, and if you want to subscribe, uh, you're able to straight from that free tier. But um, Fightful Select reported that uh, based on the information that we have today, it is a torn MCL and a partially torn meniscus. Uh, the thought was Monday that he told people backstage he didn't think it was a torn ACL. And what one person said is, well, considering that he power bombed a 300-pound guy with a torn ACL, he probably knows what that feels like. Sure. He's got a, a lot of experience with knee injuries. As of today, when I asked, is he supposed to have surgery? They said they're hoping not, but we don't know yet. So that is, that's the, the thing that makes people go, okay, well, well, what's going to happen now? I've seen a lot of theories tossed around. I don't have any insight onto what they're doing with the title or with him or anything like that. I did find it a little amusing when people are like, well, if, if you know, maybe he drops it and then competes for it at Mania. And I'm like, sirs and ma'ams, there is a champion on the other brand who defended the title three times in a year. Like, what? What are we, what are we talking about here? He wasn't booked for the Royal Rumble. Uh, they don't have the card set for Elimination Chamber. They can get away with this. They can uh, get away with it. There's but, also um, so much star power on Raw with Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso and CM Punk hanging out there that you yeah. can kind of get away with not having the title be defended super, super often. But um, best wishes to, to Seth Rollins. That's such a bummer. And the timing of it just being right before Rumble and right into WrestleMania season is a tough one. But we did also talk about the Butch news. I guess we can talk about that since it showed up on the program. We're not really busting I mean. the paywall. <laughs> yeah, we, we reported this on Fightful Select. I want to shout out Corey Brennan, who actually got more details on that. It was implied last week, uh, which, by the way, we had a bunch of news about that promo style that aired uh, last week and the Kevin Dunn stuff. We're going to have a lot more Kevin Dunn news this weekend on Fightful Select, best $5 in the business. But this has been discussed here and there for a while, but... Now that Vince is out of creative, now that Kevin Dunn is gone, I guess, you know, there's room for there's room for two, so to speak. But I think it worked pretty well tonight. Um, we, we had I think that the phrase that was given to Corey Brennan was um, it, it is exactly what it looks like. And it was so funny because when I asked around two years ago or whatever it was when Butch was a thing. There were a lot of people that tried to talk people out of doing Butch. And they're like, well, not only do we have a Butch, like he is in our Hall of Fame as Butch. <laughs> like one name Butch, Bushwhacker Butch is in the damn Hall of Fame. Why are we doing this again when we couldn't have two people named Shane on the show at one point? <laughs> like, It's Absolutely. so wild the way that that works out. 
And Kim Gray saying, to quote my son, Butch is gone. Pete Dunn is back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Her son is not like an adult son either. He's young enough and he also yes. knows how bad the name Butch was. So thank you to Kim Gray for always being so supportive of us here at Fightful. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about what we know about Kazuchika Okada as well. I know that's not SmackDown news, but it is kind of big news of the week. And we did have a lot of questions about it yesterday. I saw some people in the chat, not super chatting, but in the regular chat, asking about Okada um, going to AEW, going to WWE possibilities, the news of him leaving New Japan. There was rumors his he had gotten a big name agent out there as well as he was a part of this negotiating process. I think a lot of New Japan fans were a little bit stunned, but do you have any thoughts or initial inclinations on where we might see Okada show up? I've heard people that are fantasy booking every possible promotion as they should Okada rules. Uh, <laughs> any inclinations? Well, I know that he had a meeting with New Japan very recently. I want to say in the last week, week and a half, where he made it clear that he, he wanted to move on and then gave his notice. But they, they were talking very, very recently about what he was going to do. I know there were people in AEW that seemed confident in the last couple of weeks that they would get him. I haven't actually heard much of anything from the WWE side. Now, that's not to say that it couldn't, wouldn't happen or anything. It's just the people that I've talked to so far haven't necessarily heard anything. And a thing that WWE has done lately is they have made it abundantly clear when they are interested in somebody. Like, they they want the world to know. They want AEW to try to bid. They want all that stuff. They want the buzz surrounding it. That way, if WWE lands somebody, then it, it makes some noise. Uh, with, with the exception of Punk, which came together, you know, in a week, and they wanted to keep it a surprise, they make it well known when they want somebody. So I would imagine if they, they take a serious interest in Okada, I think that they'll probably that word will probably emerge to somebody sure. and to the, you know, on the other side of thing, like when they're out on somebody, they want people to know too. That way it sort of rains on other people's parade, like Mercedes to AEW. But uh, sure, I would be surprised if there weren't at least conversations. Yeah. And even just uh, not only to rain on AEW spray, but I'm sure also wanting their fans to know that they made an effort with people. Some more chats coming in. Nicholas763 saying, question for Sean. Earlier on your podcast, you said your stances have changed to Bailey winning Rumble. Are you able to say a reason why it's changed? There's betonline.ag odds that hey. have Bailey as the favorite. <laughs> and sincerely, that's a big reason why, because those are usually very, very good. Uh, Bailey is currently the favorite. There was just something over the last week that made me shift to Bailey. And I think it's because they were so heavy handed with Becky and Rhea and WrestleMania on raw. It seemed an awful lot like calling a shot that was set up to develop a story along the way. And Bailey has never won it. Bailey absolutely deserves to win it. Bailey held together that show during the pandemic and Bailey is incredible deserved the new contract deserved the sizable pay raise deserved all the attention deserves the buzz deserves a wrestlemania title match virtually anything you throw at her that woman deserves because she has worked her ass off and always done everything and has been selfless along the way but right now those betonline.ag odds have bailey as the the favorite the same odds as cm punk right now I'm interested how the bet online AG odds shift after Monday once we find out whatever's going on with 
Seth Rollins because I thought that CM Punk was going to lose to Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. And now say, you know, say he has to miss time. We don't know. And this person says ACL meniscus if real. No, that's not real. It's MCL MCL. So that is a, a much more manageable situation in which you can possibly avoid surgery and only, you know, a couple months maybe. Well, as it turns out, they got about two and a half months. However, if something happens and he does aggravate it and needs some more time off, I wonder if that, that changes things. Um, I'm, For going I'm back really to interested. your point about Bailey and, and with Becky too, I'm, Alex Pulowski had said, on one of our select shows too, that there's a real opportunity to have Becky win elimination chamber and set up Becky and Rhea in Perth. Like what an all timer moment that that could be. And I hadn't even thought about that match getting made in Australia could be such a cool moment for Rhea. And one of the most important of her career after many people thought her match at WrestleMania with Charlotte was the best of, of all of WrestleMania best women's match of the year. We're going to have, so much more about what people thought on the Fightful Awards coming up at the end of the month, too. So that was definitely a, a hot category. But uh, a little booking here from John Wick, one GM over here, saying Priest cashes in to save Rollins versus Punk at Mania. I don't that's know. A very, <laughs> that's an interesting note is that Priest has that money in the bank. They can move that money in the bank around. They could. I, I don't think he'll be involved with the, the mania thing, but there's still a lot of pieces that can be moved around here, and uh, this could change WrestleMania. There's also something that's very refreshing on Raw, and we've seen, I feel like, in this fatal four-way program start to build up, too. There's a lot of guys that feel like top guys, which makes calling it audible if you have to easier. Giving Sami Zayn a huge moment could be really cool. Giving... Drew McIntyre, who's doing my favorite work of his career in this WWE since at least by far some really cool juice there. Cody, obviously, in the mix and everything. Like, there are a lot of people that feel like top guys. I can't remember the last time we've had this many organically over baby faces, which is really, really refreshing. So they at least have some options that they can shift with. You just hope the best for Seth Rollins because he deserves yeah. it as much as anybody. So... Um, but that's all we got from the the chats guiding us. Did you have anything else that you wanted to tease for select or in general? We have so much contract news that has already happened. Andrade, Mercedes, uh, the Nick Nemeth showing up, Okada. It's insane out there right now. It is the 19th of the year, and I think I counted 11 moves on a tweet of mine earlier before. Absolutely nuts. So much more to come in 2024 as well. But anything else that you wanted to, to tease people with for over the weekend? Yeah, on Saturday, of course, we're going to have uh, SmackDown news and notes, producers, backstage info. We're going to have a lot more on Camille. Uh, things might not be as clear-cut as they seemed a week ago, uh, based on some information that I heard. On Sunday, we're going to have more from R-Truth. Uh, we've got an interview with R-Truth dropping on Monday. We dropped our interview with Izzy today as well, doing great numbers. Uh, and Sunday, we're going to have news on uh, Kevin Dunn as well working to get a whole bunch of stuff Wednesday. I'm heading to the Royal rumble and anybody that's spotted in town, we're going to, we're going to have it, have them on the Royal rumble scoops thread about who the hell's in town, what could be happening. Um, yeah, I think that it's going to be a very 
very newsworthy next two weeks. I think you're not going to sleep for most of this year. I hate to tell you, but there are a ton of free agents this year. Really exciting landscape right now, not only with WWE and AEW, but I love what we're seeing out of Mustafa Ali and the former Dolph Ziggler, now Nick Nemeth, kind of lighting up other territories. It's a really fun landscape right now. But one chat before you get out of here from Will saying that the storyline with Damage Control makes me think that Bailey would win Rumble. But have you heard who Bianca may face at WrestleMania? Because it felt like she was going to face Charlotte. Maybe Naomi if she returns. I had a fun thought with Alex Pulowski of Bianca earning a title shot um, and having doing kind of the mystery partner trope and that maybe being Jade Cargill's debut of her looking around for a partner, looking around for a partner, Jade debuting. And that feels like a really nice set of programming. Becky and Rhea having that in the mix. And then, um, you know, you could do Bailey versus EO or whatever that's going to look like with the rest of Damage Control. A lot of possibilities, but anything that you think of for Bianca, because, yeah, it definitely felt like we were headed toward Bianca faces the last of the four horsewomen that she hasn't conquered here. I think they should find, like, an attraction match for Bianca. Like, in the future, very clearly, her versus Rhea could main event a show, for sure. Could main event a, uh, a WrestleMania. I kind of feel like they should they should find, like, a special attraction match for her. Sort of like what they did with Becky throughout the year, but, like, you can't do Trish again, I don't think. Like, Mickey James, perhaps? I, I wouldn't hate that. Um I, I hope they bring back the men's and women's Andre Battle Royal for the pre-shows. I wish they would do that, but you don't want her in that. The only way I would say that I would want her to do that is, is if she eliminated literally everybody else from the entire match. And that was like something special and historic. Other than that, I'm 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 gonna dig around because I, I don't see anything like just right out there as like, yes, she should be involved. Uh, maybe something with uh, the remaining members of damage control could be interesting. Sure, and I think Naomi's a good shout, Naomi slash Trinity. Uh, should she come back at Royal Rumble, that could be fun. One of them eliminating the other and, and setting something mm -hmm. up could be a fun way to go, but we just even with the two-day WrestleMania, we start to run out of some card here, so we will yeah. have to wait and see, but Thank you for the generous chat. Well, you're always so generous to us. And thank you, Sean, for coming on and giving us a little update over the past week that's been recapped and a little bit of what's to come. Exciting time in wrestling, especially the free agency side. So thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a good night, Sean. We did mention the Fightful Awards as well, which are taking place at the end of the month. I'm helping Sean out with some sponsorships for that. So we would invite you if you have any categories that you would be interested in sponsoring or in sponsoring the show in general we're starting to see some of those categories fly off the shelves a little bit which is exciting they're at a pretty accessible price point for i never want to assume anybody's financial situations but pretty accessible price point for kind of what uh the the market dictates so if you are interested in it you can dm me on twitter you can email me at kate at fightful.com but Really, really fun uh, awards that we have this year. Some off the beaten path stuff of best um, kind of form of digital media, best photo of the year. I'm rooting for that Samoa Joe walkaway spot one or the middle fingers, the double middle fingers. <laughs> he was sitting on MJF. Um, but some really fun categories, a couple that are still open, but we are starting to see them fly off. So if you are interested, feel free to give us a shout. And of course, 
Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com for, holy cow, so much pro wrestling news in the works. But, hi, Alex. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. How are you this fine Friday evening? I'm good. I'm cold. It's snowing out there, but we're doing uh, all right. You got, you, uh, you got paid to not say anything for the first 20 minutes, so not a bad day at the office for you, but we're going to get into I don't, some I'm still trying right to now. figure this thing out. <laughs> this is my third month of trying to figure out where and who do I contact to get paid. You're talking about this paid information. <laughs> I, I, I've been contacting the uh, the committee at Fightful, and man, it's just, it's just our board of directors. It's here really at interesting who picks it's, up the phone and who doesn't. It's, Sean. it's just oh. Sean and Jimmy Van too, but mostly it's She's Sean. Been but forwarding my message to some like weird number in Japan. I don't know who. I'm... HR at Fightful.com, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's dig into some SmackDown now. I have kind of mixed feelings because there's a lot that I liked on the show. Most of it is the fact that we got Pete Dunn back and we heard the word techers on television, yeah. American television for the second week in a row. I will say I've been enjoying the more in-ring focused SmackDown episodes we were getting of late and this had much more talking and much less wrestling. Almost felt a little go homey, but it's a week before the Royal Rumble. So not... um my favorite way to lay out a show, but I have very few complaints from what they're doing from the creative aspect, as far as things kind of making sense. You're seeing some hot shotting of certain things, which we are going to get into and, and talk about. But overall, I feel like things are lining up nicely here for Rumble. But for me, I'm just an in-ring gal. I like to see the fight em ups. I like to see people going at it for 10 plus minute matches. That's me. Um, what did you think of SmackDown overall tonight? I, I I too felt it was um it was okay. It wasn't like you know the last couple of weeks we've really been touting how good SmackDown has been and the different um things that they've been doing. But today just kind of felt uh I guess because we are nearing the Royal Rumble, you don't want to get guys in that might get injured. You know, we've seen what happened on Monday night. So I, I did feel a little bit like it slowed down a bit, but I'm fine with it. I'm okay because I know there's a big pay-per-view coming next week and I'm I'm a okay with no one getting hurt or uh, or pushing the, the you know themselves to the edge. Sure, the biggest pay per view, my favorite pay per view out. It is of mine Mania. too. It's always, best. always World that Rumble and, is, and is so much fun. And uh, Survivor Series for me have always been, you know, I it was great. I didn't have a lot of money growing up, so it was hard to get you know a seventy five dollar WrestleMania pay per view, sure. you know, through the traditional cable. But you were able to get the other ones around the year, so it was really fun to always watch those. The Baston Rumble being such a table-setting event is so much fun. So let's dig into our go-home before the go-home a little bit. Like we said, a little bit talk-heavy, but not a ton to complain about. It's just mm -hmm. not my favorite way to lay out a show. But we open with a contract signing, which is not, like, to me, the hottest way to start a show. But some good stuff happened in this. So let's dig into it. We get all three guys coming down to their music. We got Orton, AJ Styles. Um, Oh my God, who else is in this? LA Knight. Wow. <laughs> who's still uh, getting a huge pop. Two hours ago. LA Knight, who's still getting a huge pop too, which makes me very happy like that that has sustained itself. But we get Roman Reigns music hitting and no Roman Reigns. We instead get Paul Heyman coming out. And he says that Roman won't be there and will not be signing mm. the contract. Um, and he also says that Nick Aldis looked like cute um, in his uh like paul Heyman wannabe suits yeah and he looks yeah. great doing such a mediocre job i absolutely loved it 
Um, I liked Aldis also uh, saying to Paul Heyman, cool, you know what? If Roman Reigns doesn't want to be there, all good on this front, but we've got three signatures on this contract and we'll just have them fight for the vacated championship. And Paul Heyman is like, well, hold on a little bit. Um, and then we get the three guys getting into it who have signed. We get LA Knight cutting in to cut off Paul Heyman, who is talking about how this should be a one-on-one -on -one match, saying that he actually agrees with it, but it should be a one-on-one -on -one match against him because if it wasn't for Roman's half-wit cousin saving him, he would have won the title. Um, AJ comes in and is saying that the bloodline tried to end his career and then LA Knight stepped over his spot uh, to get a title shot and it ended up losing it. And what I kind of loved about this was Randy Orton just looked a little bit bored by all this. Yeah. His name is on the contract. He doesn't really care what AJ Styles and <laughs> LA Knight have beef about. He's ready to take on Roman. And I like that because it feels like the two of them are almost like the leads of the program a little bit. And AJ Styles and LA Knight maybe are setting something up for Mania, maybe something else, I don't know. But it, it feels like Randy Orton just being a little bit ahead of the curve on that felt very organic. And I, I really, really liked that. And then we get um, Heyman. Like, I, I really love what's happening with Heyman and Aldis on this. Like, Nick Aldis is, doesn't give a crap about any of this. Like, he is here to enforce rules. He is not impressed by Paul Heyman or the bloodline. He is the authority figure, and I like it when an authority figure acts authoritatively and is using matches and making matches as a catalyst to move mm -hmm. that programming forward. It makes so much sense. And we talked about this last week a little bit. Very fresh because he doesn't have an extensive history in WWE or anything, so he just comes in believable in that way. He's Correct. killing it at this. Like I really think he's hitting every note of this authority figure, um, and it's a blast. Everybody's sure. brawling, except you see Heyman and Randy alone. Randy looking at Heyman, saying that he can see what's happening here, but it's not going to work. And later tonight, Randy is going to drop Solo Sokoa and beat him. That he's going to introduce Roman to the most dangerous three letters in sports, Alex. D and I'm sorry, RKO. My bad. Uh, we've got a lot of three letters in, <laughs> in this sport. A W W W E N W A. There are three letter acronyms all over this place. They're everywhere. Everywhere. So not a bad little segment. Kind of did what it needed to do to advance the story. But overall, I'm just loving how much Aldis keeps putting his foot down over and over and over. What were your thoughts on our opening segment here? Uh this is a, this is one of the things that I was talking about earlier, how I felt like, you know. It was a slowed down version of what normally we've been watching on SmackDown. So they Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Kind of brought back, you know, again, everyone in the ring type of deal. But I was okay with it. Again, um, I feel like we, we said this last week, Nick Aldis has this aura around him that makes him feel like he's a real authority figure. Um, not discrediting what real or is not real but i'm just saying like you can feel it you know again he has no ties to anyone every it's time we've a had presence. a general officer, a general officer. Presence <laughs> i'm thinking about some of my marine corps days every time we have a general <laughs> manager you know it's it's always someone that has an agenda someone that has beef someone that has some type of history uh within the show or around it so this is great for us um and i hope again i said this last week i hope they keep him out of the ring i don't want to see him any time in the ring like if you want to step up with Roman or something like that, because I know a lot of people are fantasy booking that, you can do that later on. But right now, I'm loving this uh, authority figure that you have there. I, I, honestly, he's a little bit better than Adam Pierce at this. And Adam Pierce has been doing this a long time. Respect to Adam Pierce. I love what he's doing on Raw, but he definitely feels fresh. Well, Adam Pierce is consistently extremely stressed. Nick Aldis is cool. Always stressed. Yeah, Adam yeah. Pierce is like, I've got this going on over here. I've got this going on over here. You knock it off. You calm People down. People yelling at me. That is always Adam Pierce's thing, which I actually really appreciate. Uh, but I also appreciate this version of Nick Aldis, who is just ice in his veins, here to sure. have an authority. And to your point, no agenda. He's just trying to run a show, which I really, really love. Um. Will saying that I'm okay with shows like this as long as we move storylines forward. Plus, GM Nick is moving to the top of my favorite GM. Agreed. He's been really, really good. He's easily my favorite in WWE programming, I think, since Regal by far. Um, Mm. And Mm -hmm. I I just... It's it's such a simple thing to have an actual matchmaker and authority figure around that was missing for a really, really long time. And it just goes a long way in making everything else make sense. Like people should not just get to go make their own matches. They can call people out. They can ask for those matches, but for someone to actually go out of the way to make it official, it should be something like that more than say on NXT, Ava rain doing it makes no sense. So I appreciate that we have this with Nick Aldis. And I also appreciate that. Like he came in after all of this establishment from Roman. So he doesn't care. He wasn't there for any of that. Yeah, that was not his show. Roman is brand new to him as far as he's concerned. So I just really appreciate that and what we're getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Guys, we are just kind of digging in to some SmackDown. We had Sean at the top of the show. So please get in those super chats and Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. We'll also ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video. And we will also remind you that wrestling is for everyone and Fightful is for everyone, except for nerds who are mean to people. We don't tolerate that here including sure towards don't. talent so get out of here if that's how you want to spend your friday night that sure. seems like the only way to do it hang out and here and talk about some wrestling with us we're having fun and with <laughs> that we want to thank you as well for spending your friday <laughs> evening with us 
Uh, we know oh, you could be out at a club, uh, club and spending three hundred fifty dollars on popping bottles and stuff. But you decided to stay here with us, and I love that for us. If you have three hundred and fifty dollars to spend on bottles, I would urge you to spend it on super chats instead. But I'm just, I'm just here doing my job, people. Okay, but we get into our first match of the evening. Man, Sanchez Escobar mm. is a star. Every mm. time, from the second he walks out onto the ramp to the second the bell rings, to the second the bell rings, because he won and walks out. His whole look, his whole presentation, the way he carries himself, he is a wrestling superstar, and I'm yeah. so glad. I, I liked him as a face. He's in his wheelhouse as his heel character right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, this is so much fun. They have taken the name Legato Del Fantasma, much to the dismay of uh, our moderator, Luis, but they are now back to being called Legatos instead of like Diet LWO. Your mileage may vary on that because they have an established name already, but uh, I have no problem with them going back to Legato. That's fine by me. Legato Del Fantasma was an NXT stable that had Wild and Del Toro. You've been following the storyline on the main roster, but that was the name of that group in NXT. So yeah. Legato... Just kind of reappointing, I think, is is kind of a nice dig at Del Toro and Wild in this of like you're replaceable and I'm sure. not. I think is actually kind of fun storytelling. But we get Escobar with a blind tag that allows him to hit the roll up and pin on Carlito. Some fun spots in here. Cruz Del Toro showing out a few times, avoiding Angel Garza in this and hitting a really nice springboard. Hurricane Rana Escobar preventing a tag and hitting the gorgeous back suplex. He's just so damn fluid in the ring. He makes it look so effortless and easy. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's sometimes to have explosive offense that's also very smooth can be a tricky balance to find. Um, but like his suplexes have a ton of snap to them, but his transitions getting in and out of things are fluid as water. Like he is just the great professional wrestler. Yeah. He has every aspect of all of this down. Really great in the masterminding role as well. And they get the win here. Uh, a fun match. Not as, as fun as some stuff that we've seen in the past. But I don't think it needed to be. I thought this was a good advancement of the story. Everybody got a chance to show out a little bit. Good stuff. I, I agree. And I've been saying this um, for a while. Uh, obviously, now I've been going back and seeing some of their uh, previous WWE matches. And, you know, with, with Escobar, just seeing what he's been doing out there. Been paying a lot closer attention to his story you know, the legacy of, of his dad. And by the way, Legado, legacy, for those of you who don't know. Um, so it's it's really fun to see where this is going. Definitely, they needed the win. I, I thought that this was perfect. I think that um, if LWO would have won there, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make any sense. You want to build steam behind this this faction of Legado. And I'm all in, man. I'm I'm giving you all of my chips, all of my monies, I need gold on this man because I think dripping in gold in that suit, he's going to look so damn badass. You know, he will. He oh, will. Man. And he deserves it. Like, I was kind of frustrated by how the US title picture ended up shaking out because I think him with a title could do really, really good stuff for the mid card. Uh, Louis saying that they are They're perros. Perros del mal to me. I can, I can roll my R's. It's about as authentic sounding as I get. 
No, Ryan Ben saying Los Perros del Legato, which I really, really like. Uh, and well. and one last thing that before we move on to the next match, you know, and I've said we've we've both said this uh, for a while now. You know, WWE has been stuck trying to find the next Eddie Guerrero, you know, or or something like it, or you know, trying to match something that Ray has done. And when Ray's gone and out of the business, people will try to find, hopefully, not the next Ray. But the what they have right now in front of them, and what is in front of them is the next Escobar. That's who it is. It is Escobar. That's it. It is Santos. That is, you don't have to look any further. You don't have to um, bring up anyone else because he is his own star in the making. And I hope that the powers that be that are there now understand that and see it that way like I and others do. Yeah. I, if you followed NXT and what a weird world it is, you could just tell that guy was special. You could also tell it was Solo Sokoa. You knew LA Knight was doing cool stuff. I don't think anybody saw this coming from LA Knight, but like Legato was one of the things that you were just like, whoa. Sure. <laughs> like every yeah. week was so, so impressive. Couldn't be happier for him and his main roster success here. And I love the way that this is shaping up. Now, speaking of NXT, Electra Lopez was in a tag team that looks like it's going to be on the outs. I think I brought this up last week, mm. but it would be really, really cool to have one of just the prettiest people I've ever seen in my whole life with a nasty knockout punch. Pulaski and I have talked about this ad nauseum. Like, what a... I don't think there's anything missing from the Legato presentation, but boy, is that a complete picture if you add her in there. It looks like they might be setting that up in NXT. Now, they also just love to split up tag teams in NXT. It's like their favorite thing, especially the women's ones. So it could just be a storyline that manifests down there. But it would make sense to call Electra Lopez up into this picture because um, it would just feel like such an added, um, just very complete, complete's probably the best word I can think of for it, of adding her into that picture to make this an incredibly well-rounded faction. What a blast it would be to add her to it. I can't say enough about um, what she's able to bring to a presentation her in-ring still has a little bit of room for improvement but she might not need it if she's just looking great and knocking people out that could be a very 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 fun thing so if that's the direction they decide to go i'm all for it yeah looks like we might be planting the seeds for that so that could be a lot of fun we got some more love and support coming in from you guys matthew england saying super chats are cheaper than the bar well we hope so that is true some great deals at the bar if that's the case so thank you for the support we always appreciate it so much matthew england also saying it's 15 mm. degrees in nashville with a real feel of six. Ugh, yeah we are iced out i will surprisingly take my northeast weather over that so it is chilly and a deep freeze across the country all around but we thank you so much for your chats well, we move along um, to Bobby Lashley continuing not to send me a suit. And it's one thing to not send me a suit, Alex, but then you have Montez Ford coming out here looking mm. incredible. Like, just top to bottom, fresh, incredible suit on him. So it's almost like Bobby Lashley said, I'm going to turn face, and I'm still not going to send Kate a suit. And then I'm just going to have Montez Ford show up right next to me. And he's going to look as good, if not better, than I do in this incredible, wonderful, January-appropriate outfit. And we're not sending any suits to Kate, which is just salt, wounds, pain, ow. Like, just 
so so hurtful but they i guess are there to talk about what's going on in the story and not about giving me a suit <laughs> but we get a video from lashley and the prophets here saying that they've got words for the final testament they're the real monsters in the ring and while others are hiding in the dark just name the time and place and these three will show you what real intimidation looks like we get a response video from carrying cross in the testament i liked this one better because it felt like the editing and the production was leaning more into this Terminator robot feel. It didn't feel mm -hmm. like they were trying to make Carrie Cross be a robot, which was the impression that I got last week. But they said, name a time and place. Hey, like we we're here to fight you. So um, I liked both sides of what we got here. I think that could be a ton of fun in the ring as well. Like seeing the Street Profits have to go up against AOP is just that sounds like a really fun feud with how different Dawkins and Montez are and what we're going to get mm -hmm. out of that. Um, the face turn still completely unjustified and came out of nowhere, but uh, I have to give up on that at some point. So I will give up on it right now and just talk about how excited I am for this feud. Despite them not giving me a suit, I'm still looking very forward to it. I, I hope this is the thing that sticks for Karrion Cross because he's had a lot of reboots. Mm -hmm. This feels like the most authentic, close to how a human being acts and behaves that we get. Scarlet always looking great, always out there commanding attention as well. Um, so I, I liked both halves of this. What did you think? Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the back and forth between them. Um, they're trying to make the Carrion Cross faction look and feel legit and different, which I can really, um, I can really dig because most of the time, you just get the talking heads, but you know they're trying to add a little flavor to, to these uh, talking head moments, a little bit of music, some graphics spread in there, you know. So I I, I enjoyed it. Where they go with it, um, we'll see. Where, how far they, uh, what are they call the time travelers? Oh God, I just messed that up. Uh, uh, Karen Cross's team. Damn it, I messed the final that up. testament. The final testament. There we go. Yes. <laughs> I don't the know testament. what I just but, but yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that that faction grows into some heavy duty like kick-ass players you know i don't want to see i don't want to see this become an overused you know mid-card middle of the way deal where uh, I, I i'm really hopeful because i like i like what they're putting together i am too now we've heard a couple of people i heard alex say i think sean was saying similar it would be really cool to split the tag titles and have one of them be a trio title with all the trios that we are building up and how many of them are on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You've got both sides of this, right? You've got Legato, you've got LWO. You could easily, during a superstar shakeup or draft or whatever you want to call it, you could put Imperium over there. There mm -hmm. is an incredible amount of trio power. It's something they haven't done in WWE. <clears throat> it's something they did do in WCW. And uh, that's how I found out about Big Josh. If you guys don't know who Big, Big Josh, Josh is, I baby. you to find out who Big Josh is. Um, he was a lumberjack that came to the ring with two bears. I haven't stopped talking about it all week because I just found out about it on Saturday. And for someone who actively seeks out old wrestling, nobody telling me that there was a wrestler who came to the ring with two uh, live bears in his debut as a lumberjack. Ma'am, it's hard nobody to remember all these things, you know, but I do remember that being, you know, watching Him that. I think I watched that live. And Z Dustin Man, Rhodes yes. were your trios champions. Z-Man. Oh, my God. I still have his WCW trading card somewhere. I felt betrayed. No one had told me about Big Josh. Before. I just want to know. Everybody was like, he was the first Doink when Doink was like a scary yes, clown yes. or whatever. And I was like, who cares? 
Right. Big Josh came to the ring with two bears. But anyway. I, I don't know who played the bears. Kayfabe, baby, but let's go. No, they were real. And they pissed all the way I, down I the ramp. <laughs> yeah, they, of course. I didn't think they were real when I saw the picture because they were stoned out of their minds. So they looked fake. They were just Let's like, put bears in a stadium full of, uh, you know, 5,000, 6,000 people. I love that. I wish they could do that today. I hope everybody appreciates how hard I worked to shoehorn Big Josh into this episode of your SmackDown review because there was no need for me to bring it up, but I had to bring it up because Big Josh, man, I'm a stan. I'm a stan. We have some more chats that have to do with SmackDown and not Big Josh for some reason, but we'll say, (laughs) to be fair, Bianca probably made his suit now. She does awesome work on her own gear. If she's making suits like that, I should just hire her, man. She... Always looks like a superstar with her gear. And if she's got Montez's look on lock too, my goodness. But Mm. we have so much more fun stuff to talk about, including this from Will too, saying that Triple H using his NXT cannon just to pop me when Vince never did that. just made me roll my eyes. Really maddening to have WWE not recognize wrestling outside of themselves was way more maddening to have them not recognizing wrestling Themself. within themselves. Yeah. Drove me nuts. Plus, Elisna teasing Andrade on her social media is popping me. I'll tell you what, we talked a little bit earlier about how Bailey was the workhorse of the pandemic and carried that company. That was on SmackDown. Her and Sasha carried the company. On Raw, sure. it was Zelina and her group. And oh, yeah. I would love to see her get paired with Andrade again. I think that would be a whole bunch of fun she wants to wrestle though so she does she does and she should and i don't think um working with andrade precludes her from doing that Um, but they were a dynamite pair they were a dynamite that whole when she had her own faction was aces stuff now alex i'm really happy because we said that this isn't like the most for us episode it wasn't like as on fire as the past couple weeks are but I got some stuff and you got some stuff. And one of those is in this match. Well, both of them yeah. are really, because you're a pretty deadly stand. Oh. I loved them in this. Um, and we get officially Pete Dunn back after being teased last week. After the word Tecker's being said on American television, it's official. Pete Dunn is back. Let's real quick, quick talk about the work that Pretty Deadly did before and after this match. Oh, though. They so are just good. hysterical. We're in Gorilla and Kayla's talking to them and Prince and Wilson say that they feel better prepared now that they know Tyler Bate is here and in the picture. They have studied tape on Butch and Bate and they're ready for them. Spoiler alert, Pete Dunn gets the win here and post-match pretty deadly is saying, well, we were preparing for Butch, not Pete Dunn. That's an entirely different person. And it threw everything off. (laughs) The The way they showed emotion. The facial expressions, the anger, the veins popping, how they just like got so I don't know whoever was in Gorilla. I I, I hope they were laughing their ass off behind the scenes. Because I the way that oh they my God. the way they played it was great. By the way, I just want to make it I want to make it a, a official right now. I know you've been asking for a suit. I know yeah. you want to look super studded in your three-piece suit, double breasted, whatever you want to call it. I want, I want my quarter shirt from Pretty Deadly. Okay, <laughs> I want my long sleeve quarter shirt. Quarter is generous, honestly, because okay. that shit cuts off above the nips. You're talking okay. a scarf with arms. <laughs> so I need talking. that Pretty Deadly 
I will be tweeting at you and I will be Instagramming you, whatever it is. Send me that. I will wear it live here. I will show the clavicles for free right here on Fightful. You heard it here first, people. Okay, for free right here on Fightful. Alex will dress in pretty good, deadly gear. I will not also be doing that. That would be wisely inappropriate, but I support your campaign. If I could get a Bobby Lashley suit and you could get one of those and we wore it if on If we show day, up here together, that'd be great. I mean, so I think you and I would probably break the internet. I'm just being completely honest it's here. It's true. Yeah. We would. The wonderful Kylie timing in. Kylie's the best. Saying, yay, bruiserweight. Also, Kate, Alexis are the best. I'm the bruiser Kate today. Let's talk about bruiser the fact Kate. that yeah. he done is back and he is back in more ways than one he gets the pin here with the bitter end and what was i thought a really fun match really good really important that as silly as pretty deadly are and that theme is such a beggar silly yeah. as they are really good in the ring really really good tandem offense wonderful like excellent 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 stuff uh but this was more of a welcome back pete dunn showcase match which was so much fun but a lot of really good stuff from both him and Tyler Bate, I felt like, in this. Uh, at the end, you have Pete Dunn breaking those fingers in my Tecker wheelhouse. The joint manipulation makes me so happy. Hitting that better end, like I said. But before this, a really nice sequence where you had Wilson tagging in and hitting a quarter splash. And then we get mm -hmm. this really nice assisted gut buster that I thought was great. We get Tyler Bate flipping out of a back suplex effortlessly. Throwing Prince away and hitting that exploder suplex on Wilson. That was kind of like a hallmark of the British Strong style stuff. I really, really loved it. Another really nice spot in here. We get done taking the hot tag and just drilling Wilson Shoot, with a nice yeah. rebounding German suplex uh, and a go. nasty kick to the head. Prince taking the kick to the head and grabbing Wilson and hitting a rolling release suplex. That drops Wilson onto Prince. Just some really, really, really good work here. Warmed my little technical wrestling nerd heart. <laughs> it was so wonderful to see, not only to see Pete Dunne back by name, but this felt like a return to the WWE. I guess we never really got British Strong Style proper outside of the UK brand and a little bit in NXT, but this is the first strike on the main roster for them. And it made me really happy because I felt like the crowd was responding a lot more this week. I think they're happy Pete Dunn's name is back. Techers, man. Techers, mate. We love to see it. Will saying pretty deadly feels like a WWE and an AEW uh, team. This gimmick can work in both companies. It's almost like, and it's found its way. When it was in NXT, they were doing some stuff that was like kind of inauthentically representing like weird stuff from a sexuality standpoint. And it just seemed like the wrong direction to go because historically this company has not been great about the way they've handled those mm -hmm. issues. They got away from that. They settled into what they're doing now and it's great. They feel very similar to me now um, in a different way, but similar enough that I think it's an apt comparison like a Dalton Castle feels in ROH where there's, a ton of flamboyance about them and they're yes. hysterical, but at the end of the day, they can wrestle. Everything they're doing makes sense, right? Like all the silliness we saw of Pete Dunn is a completely different guy than Butch. Like that being a cop out for the loss is so funny. Like I really appreciate that. And they can go in the ring. They are a, a NXT UK tag team. That yeah. division used to be fire. Like they know what they're doing in there. So 
This was aces all around. So glad Pete Dunn is black. Very excited for British Strong Style, but I don't want Pretty Deadly's role in this to be lost either because um, they have done a really great job helping other teams look great and making the story entertaining along the way. Not that Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn need help doing that, but it's just been a really nice shared relationship in this feud so far. 10 out of 10 for me. Made me so, so happy. Welcome back, Pete Dunn. We've missed you. Butch is a stupid name. You looked like a newsie. I am glad we are away from that. This yeah. is awesome to see. He looks great in there tonight. Couldn't be happier. What were your uh, thoughts? I, I, the, I know you're a pretty deadly guy and it rules. I'm I'm a huge pretty <laughs> deadly guy. And, and I like that comment where you can put them, you can switch, you know, switch them between brands and they just fit. They just fit. They're good. They're naturally um charismatic at everything that they do. They remind me of uh, uh of some French uh what do you call those um ice skating uh figure skaters that's what they remind me of um with their get up and just the <laughs> way that they act. And their music, I love it um I do I do feel that having a healthy tag team division the way that it's being built right now is really good. Um I'm I'm more of a of a person who likes to listen to the stories and to see if there's connections. And I like the fact that the announce table did mention the fact that, you know, he was trying to find himself and through there he lost a part of him with with being called Bush, like, you know, and and blah, blah, blah. But it's come back full circle. I love that. I love that because a lot of the time it's just, you know, us as viewers, we want to we want to know a little bit more, sure. you know, and we want to know what 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 got us here. and Why did it, they change the name? And, you know, for us fans, we know because we're a lot smarter now. Than we were before we hated the name it was it was crappy and and it just didn't make sense he was pete dunn and now bringing it in full circle along with the fact that he was finding himself he was wherever he was going you know the brawling brutes are no more and blah 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 i love that special little bow and tie let's continue the story that's in the past we're going to see where he uh where he goes you know uh because you know eventually in a couple years you'll have the the breakup where they'll beat the crap out of each other so doesn't make me mad with the two of them in their history. I know. Superman, I'm assuming this is a bass fisher, unless he's fishing for, like, faces that you play. But he just says, love Pete. I love that love chat Pete. because I love Pete, too. Love Pete. Some more love coming in from me. Norma saying, I had to work late and my windows of the meat wagon are all frozen shut. Oh, no. <laughs> Alex Potna, Kate, sorry up, I didn't baby? tell you about Big Josh and the Bears. Honestly, you should be. Um, I appreciate you chatting to to share your apology, and I accept your apology. But if you knew about Big... Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. 
break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Josh, and there are other yeah. wrestling fans in your life. And they're like, hey, I've been, I don't know, I've been watching wrestling recently. And you're not like, let me immediately tell you about Big Josh. You're, I don't feel like it's, it's too harsh to say that you're just a bad person. Like you just wow. are in that, in that case. So I apologize for my co-host tonight. <laughs> I, I accept no apologies. In fact, you know what? If you have a problem with that, you should just go to bed. But if you're going to go to bed, don't do that. Send us money and, and watch the show. But if you were wow. going to go to bed, <laughs> you would want to be comfortable while you did that. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want the best mattress that you could possibly Hell get yeah. that's customized to your needs? Isn't that something that you would want? If you're going to go to sleep after listening to us talk about wrestling, don't you want to sleep soundly after all of this exciting wrestling? When I'm traveling, the thing I miss the most is my bed. That's because I've got a Helix Sleep mattress. I worked with Helix Sleep before it ever became helixsleep.com slash Fightful. During the pandemic, I needed a new mattress. My back was hurting. I was sleeping on a slab of memory foam. It was not working for me, but I didn't want to go to a mattress store. I wouldn't have wanted to even if it wasn't the pandemic at the time. But I looked up and found helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And I found a ton of five-star reviews. I found a ton of benefits. There are so many different options. There are options for, for people who sleep too warm, people that want their spine aligned, people who want just anything. And how, how, do, you, how do you find what you need from helixsleep.com slash Fightful? You take an online questionnaire, and when you fill it out, they will find your preferences and match you up to the mattress that works for you. I got the Dusk Lux model. And right now, you can get 25% off any purchase for a limited time using the code FIGHTFUL, and you get two free dream pillows. I've had a lot of neck issues, and helixsleep.com slash FIGHTFUL has really helped me out in this regard. It's been put over by Wired, GQ, Good Housekeeping, all kinds of people, most importantly, FIGHTFUL. But they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. They have great flexible financing plans and it comes straight to your door. If you don't like it, after 100 nights, they'll just come get it for you. What do you have to lose? Invest in your sleep. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Down with so, it, baby. That's what is up. We'll also take this time to remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select with all the money that you're saving on your Helix Sleep mattress by using the code Fightful. For just $5 a month, you could be as cool as 1100 one. 11,160 of your other friends last I checked on FightfulSelect.com for the most accurate and latest breaking news and all of pro wrestling. Not only does Sean bring you the most amount of scoops out of everybody by far, but if he's not bringing you a scoop, he's always going to get those supplemental details for you, be able to fill in the gaps for you. And most importantly, it's all accurate. As long as you don't just make things up in what you're reading, you will get the most accurate information that you possibly can. <laughs> But if all the scoops in the world aren't enough for you, first of all, greedy. But there's even more at FightfulSelect.com, okay? You get bonus shows. You get Sean's Q&A. 
You get me and Alex Pulaski doing alternative shows to what is on the main channel. You get Ask Rhapsody every other week. You get, I guess, The Hump Goes On or whatever we're calling that now uh, on Wednesdays with Sean and Jimmy Van. Talk about the business side of wrestling more often than not, which is always a really fun thing. So subscribe to Fightful Select. You also get to vote on the Fightful Awards. The voting is now closed, but for future years, you get to, to be a part of that. Um, those Fightful Awards are coming up at the end of the month, and they are going to be a really fun time. And speaking of really fun times, you've got Alex Pulaski in the house. Hey! Happy, hey! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Happy, happy goodbye to Bush Day. Happy goodbye to Bush Day. Happy goodbye to Bush Day. It's goodbye, not quite Butch. Oba Femi levels of making no. everything else okay, but it is, no. it's close. It's close for me, man. It makes me very happy. Yeah, there's there was a lot of bad... I don't like it. It washed away some of it, but not not all of it. Yeah, it just wasn't. The past two weeks, I felt like were really good, and this was just kind of like it felt like a go home, but we we weren't going home yet. Like it's just kind of like just kind of there. Um, Yeah. But aren't you so excited for British Strong Style? I mean, sure. If Hmm. they're you know if they actually get used properly, we'll see. They're they seem very different right now. I don't know how long they'll be able to coexist, Kate. They I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they have a uh, if they have a real can be can be friends for much yeah, longer. You got a than, hippie and uh, let's say WrestleMania hippie. time. Maybe they'll have to break up oh, and fight each other, which will be a great match. But Tyler Bate should be hot shotted to dethroning Roman for getting rid of the name Butch and bringing back Pete Dunne. He deserves it for doing that. He, that he, is he does yep. a saint among saints. We've got. Some more comments coming in from Superman Bass Fisher saying, Vince is gone. Whoa! I decided that's how you said that. Oh, um, boy. <clears throat> listen, Lord Kev, you can't go full Big Josh on a wrestling noob. Have I mentioned Big Josh on every show I've done since Saturday? Yes. Have oh, I done an absurd that. amount of shows since Saturday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. However, you can yeah. go full Big Josh at any time because you should go full Big Josh every time because his debut was him coming oh. to the ring with two bears who were stones that bear's handler coming down to the ring and him just mm-hmm. passing the bears off to the handler it got paid mm-hmm. off in no sh- way shape or form just rest in peace big, big josh we miss you and your bears i know it's sad it's sad some more love coming in from tom lavalley saying hi kate and alexis I'm an versus stat humped. Well, we do have Alex Pulaski who did a watch along. Yeah. I heard good things about that match already. Um, yeah. good, good stuff on Rampage tonight in general. I mean, sure. Was this the um, thing to write home about, kind of? Yeah, Satlander versus uh, Aminata was the best match of the night on any any channel. Um, mm. I, don't, I don't think it was remotely close. Although Jeff Jeff and Darby were 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 pretty good. Uh, Jeff. Like it's one of those things of <laughs> Jeff and Darby is like that one thing of like where the where the old self and the young self meet during Back to the Future. <laughs> like ah, it's a time paradox. Like there, it's the younger version of me. It's the older version of me. Um, Jeff did a swanton through a table. That's that table had a family. How dare you? That wow. table was dead. Uh, but he beat the hell out of Darby, and of course, Darby just won in the end, like he always does. And then I guess Jericho had a match. I don't know, I didn't watch any of it. Um, and Ooh. uh, uh, Penta versus Anthony Henry was good, but short. Sure, so let's give the full rampage rundown because Luis provided it because he rules. 
It was Jericho versus Matt Seidel. Jericho won. Takeshita and Y2J brawling before Takeshita knocked Christopher Daniels the F out. <laughs> Penta defeating Anthony Henry, as you said. I'm glad my workhorsemen fellows are getting some time. Ruby Soho choking Harley Cameron backstage because of her yeah. kissing Angelo Parker. Stand up. I like it. Um, and Cameron saying that Anna Jay told her to do it. Uh, that's interesting. Because yeah, Soraya was right behind mm-hmm. Ruby, so Ruby couldn't see her. But she was saying to Harley Cameron, like, I was like, ah, oh, it was Anna Jay. Anna Jay told me to do it. <laughs> and then Ruby stormed <laughs> off to find Anna Jay. And Renee was like, really? Just Renee's like, Renee Paquette, don't even start with me. And then she walked off. It's a cute little story. They're doing, they're doing, that started off as a little cringe, that whole storyline. Like, what the hell are they doing? Like, okay, let's, let's, and uh, you know, me, I'm the long-term booking type of guy. I'm like, let's let them cook. Let's see what, what's happening. You're either going to burn this and, and it's going to be shitty, excuse my language, or, or it's actually going to be a tasty little meal here. And it's actually turning out to be quite so a little delicate meal here of what we're watching, which is great. The girls are being, or the women are being used so well. I always I use say, the term girls. I don't want to offend anyone. I in my head, they're women girls. Oh, I appreciate that because I said the boys, so you could say. The yeah, girls. yeah. Okay, cool. The I girls. What is Z? I use a Z. It's I the ladies are being used so oh, well. The ladies. The ladies. The T H at the end. Someone called me out on this. The thing I say the most is fellas and gals. So I don't know what era we're we're nineteen twenty two again. Shows from, but here I am. Vincent Kennedy, Kennedy McMahon. Which I I love how how much more of a rotation we're seeing of women's talent too that Mm -hmm. that's just awesome so good stuff there statlander was stokely hathaway at the dismay of chris i'm hearing (laughs) defeating queen amanada in that awesome match um sanjay telling jay lethal that they should kick carrot out of team tna but satnam responding by saying they should kick both jarrett's out instead jay lethal said that only wants to focus on in-ring and singles gold Maybe the dissension of a stable that should never have existed in the first place. I'm not mad about mm. that. Willow meets with Chris and Stokely, implying that Stokely canceled her flight so that she couldn't make the match. Chris saying that they will fix this while Stokely is thinking we are family. That's just delightful <laughs> all around. And then Darby in the main event defeating Jeff Hardy. Darby Allen went to fist bump Hardy, but Hardy rolled out of the ring instead. Sort of honor is not real, I guess. Fist bump honor is not real because that's not a handshake. So there is your SmackDown rundown a little, or I'm sorry, your Rampage rundown in the midst of all this. Meet Normus saying, here's another small sacks of money for Fightful. I'm just getting home. Should I watch SmackDown or Rampage? Hi to both Alex's and Minion690069. That's me. Um, SmackDown was like fine. Uh, Rampage, I haven't watched yet, so I can't. Amanada and Statlander is definitely worth watching. SmackDown had a little bit of that. Go ahead, Alex. No, no, they they beat the crap out of each other. Those are some big ladies. Oh, yes, big ladies, and they beat the crap out of each other. With let me tell you something. I love me big ladies that can yeah, fight. Them, All right. We know times. this. I'll tell you, they were some hard times. We know Hold this. On. First of all, I don't have a Bluetooth read, so stop saying hard times. Second oh, I'm of sorry. all, <laughs> we're going to talk about your spooky Scottish witches momentarily, but first, we unfortunately have to talk about Logan Paul and the Kevin Owen you, show girl. segment. Um, I will first read this from Orion Ben that says Spooky Witches game plan. Step one, get on TV. Step two, title match. 
Step three, name change. Step four, question mark. Step five, profit. LOL and better news, we got Tackers. Well, we're going to get to that match in a minute. I'm very happy about Pete Dunn being Pete Dunn again. Um, but I also appreciate the Underpants Gnomes reference because I am a South Park fan. We should have known the KO show segment was going to be not mm. the best. Not because Logan Paul was on it, but because he didn't have his tie. Which I feel mm. like is an important hallmark of the KO show, but... Man, did not a lot happen here. I did appreciate Logan Paul making fun of the KO show, saying that it's like low budget and whatever. And Kevin Owens just like pointing to his, his logo <laughs> on the boards. Like his timing is just unbelievable. Kevin Owens rules. There was a lot that was spoken, but not a lot said in this. And if Kevin Owens can't pull that out of you, that's not great. Because Kevin Owens makes everything feel important. The core of this, and I know none of us here are big Logan Paul fans, but objectively, Logan Paul talking about how Kevin Owens is the reason that he's in WWE and pointing to a clip from WrestleMania, April, 2021, where he was a present and Owens just dropped him with a stunner. And three years ago, Owens embarrassed Logan Paul in front of 70,000 people and everybody cheered when he got stunned. He said he knew that was the moment he had to prove that he belongs here. So there was a lot of other stuff that was said in this. He was saying, I'm, Mr. Viral, I'm a boxer slash podcast host slash wrestler slash who cares. Um, but this is kind of the core of it. And, and the thing that kind of caught my ear on this was I was like, this kind of feels like a baby face origin story. Like, this does not feel like a heel origin story to me at all. Um, this, like, I have to prove something because I was rejected at first feels like, I don't know, if you're coming out with something to prove, that just reads as baby face behavior to me. And he's a heel right now. Um, this ends with them referencing Kevin Owens' cast and him saying uh, that he will have it off for the match. He'll take it off right now. He doesn't care. And while he's taking it off, Logan Paul lands his punch and Kevin Owens get back gets back up, which stuns Logan Paul. No one's ever done that before. And Owens asks if that's all Logan has and then double X him and starts laying and strikes, which is very fun. Um, Logan runs out of the ring and there's a brawl. And then Logan slams Owen's hand into the ring post. That part I actually felt like went pretty well. Like the, the, from the moment Kevin Owens started to fiddle with the cast on his wrist, I actually thought the execution of that went pretty clean. It looked convincing enough. You have uh, Logan Paul standing over and injured Owens with his title. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that stuff I thought was great, but the explanation of it just read face to me. And it was a little bit, um, felt off from the character in that regard. Pulaski, I know you love Logan Paul so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll start um, with you. Um, uh, it's uh, when, 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 when it's like you, I've heard all you talking about me about, you know, my weight and the way I dress and everything. It's funny though, because I'm not allowed to say all the things I would like to say about you. And you know why? <laughs> Because you're protected. It's because they've given you every tool and every every ability and all everything they could possibly give you to make sure you can become a champion. Um, that everybody is looking out for you way mm -hmm. above my pay grade. So I'm not allowed to tell you to your face on TV what I really think of you because you're protected. Uh, and I was like, just say it, Kevin. Just, Kevin, say it. Say it, Kevin. We all want to hear you say it, please. Kevin, say it. Say it out loud. We all want to hear it. Um, also, then... Paul says, you want to talk about being protected? 
protected? What is that cast you're wearing? Kevin Owens, which protects your broken hand. I think you, it is you, not I. You are the one who's protected. Like, that's a very different definition of the word. Do you not understand context for different uses of the same word? Logan Paul, what am I saying? Of course you don't. Don't like this guy at all. Not a fan. Uh, I will say it's better than Cheater Cheater Pumpkin Eater from last week, so but not not that. by... A, a ton. Cardoza, you can either opt to add something or you can just say pass. It's up to you. I'll let you know this. Netflix is looking to raise prices again, so I'm getting rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Intelligent wrestling analysis on that segment, but... Listen, it's not that I, I just... I don't see the value. I, I really don't. No, um, his His viewership is not going to stick around when he leaves. The viewership that he brought right. is no longer there, just to be completely honest. Now he's just there to be there. He's a name, which is fine. That's 100% okay to do. I mean, I mean, you know, we know AEW has some faults bringing in people with names. So, you know, WWE does too now. So that's all I have to add to that. He is incredible physically in the ring. I give him all of that. Well, can I do that? No, I put my body on the line in the military and got destroyed. So I can't do what he does. <laughs> But I if I no didn't, problem. if I was making videos since I was 13 years old and got famous off of it, I probably could. So, sure. you know, that's just I, me. I can. That's my I big head like thinking. No, I, right. I, oh, I know you. I can. constantly am jumping off the top rope, colliding into Ricochet. Like, that's just what I do in my spare time. Mm -hmm. I've um, seen you. So, yeah, no, I just I don't like to be ostentatious about it. But, but yeah, uh, that's, that's what I have to add to it. Like, I don't want to I don't want to seem like a hater. I understand he's physically talented. But other than that. I don't, it makes, it doesn't move my feelings. And I, I know a lot of people that feel the same way. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Hey, you know what they could have used at the end of the segment, guys? Mm. Security. Oh. But security in wrestling mm. often fails you. Okay. But yeah. I'll tell you what security doesn't fail you. And that's the security of NordVPN, the best VPN in the game. And darn oh, it, if best. Sean Ross Sapp isn't here to tell you all about it. I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. You got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that, allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices, Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> up with NordVPN.com code Fightful. We love Nord over here. Okay, don't be a nerd. Be a Nord. Tell them you found out about them through us. And with all the money you're saving on these great things, you can send in super chats and humper chats as we 
start to pull the train into the station a little bit as we're coming down to the end of SmackDown shortly. Um, you can also go ahead to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe. So many interviews going up. You get early access in the $10 tier as well. If you have a couple of extra bucks to spend with us on Fightful Select, um, you get so much value on Fightful Select. All the scoops in the game. And boy, oh boy, there's been a lot of contract news and only more coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. <clears throat> well... If Tekker Madness made me so happy, we get this women's tag team titles match, which was less than three minutes, which is a bummer. We get Katana and Kaden defending and retaining against the Unholy Union, a.k.a. the Spooky Scottish Witches. I don't know what they're trying to do with this name over here, okay? But they're the Spooky Scottish Witches. That is their name. Um, this was just a bummer because it was so short. We had Bailey on commentary. You take Michael Cole away, that just breaks my heart if you're going to throw Bailey over there. Like, that's just rude. <laughs> they belong together. But under three minutes, not fair. We get Chance diving onto Island Dawn while Carter hits a little uh, wonky of a Canadian destroyer. I wasn't quite sure what that was, but Chance tagging in for the assisted splash. Um, I think it's the keg stand is what they were calling that to get the pin. Uh, and this is all to set up Asuka and Kyrie in the ring after. I love Oscar dancing along to this. A couple of issues with this, though. It's a three-minute match. Spooky yeah. Scottish Witches. Mm. Just rarely on TV and not even made to look good on the chance that they are. They're former tag team champions, man. Give us a break. Uh, and also, I'm not sure why Damage Control just gets to have the next title shot. They weren't called out for it. They haven't earned it we haven't seen the kabuki warriors in action picking up a bunch of wins so um this doesn't feel like an earned title shot to me the one sliver of this that's really good is i think we're gonna see the continual dissension of damage control which is great and we're at least seeing defenses like i know that sounds so bottom of the barrel as far as what we're reaching on with world titles of any sort but like they just weren't defended at all. And I will say Kaden and Katana at least are regularly defending them across multiple brands, which is nice to see, especially because it is only the one set. So um, mostly not great as far as what the creative was and the lack of match length, really short matches in general tonight, not a lot of in-ring on this program, but the creative also lacking. Um, we're getting there ever so slowly. It's nice that we at least have tag teams now, um, mm. but uh it's it's not feeling like the division is on par with everything else yet uh cardoz i'll start with you i know you are a spooky spooky scottish witch stan any thoughts on this call me a mark whatever it is um i thought that you know i i felt like they kind of were just brought in just to have the match to kind of get to you know the kabuki warriors right and that kind of just, like you said, it, it was it was quick. They should have given them more time. I I, I don't know wh- what they're doing. Um, the the I know the, the women who are chasing right now to get the titles. Ah man, it's just very hard for me to believe that they can beat anyone. You know, um, they because there's not wins and losses, but would convince you otherwise. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. It's just even the Kabuki Warriors, like they just look like a badass tag team. Um, you know, Asuka, she just she looks like she can literally kick your head off. I'm not taking anything away from uh the other team, but it's just 
No, but they um, have a, a, enough presence in history where Caden and Katana like just were around and then won and they won yeah, from a different team. Like yeah. it doesn't. Um, it does. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I feel bad for my Scotty witches. I don't know what they're <laughs> going to do with them. I don't know what, you know, what, what we're moving forward with. I want to see them more often on TV. They are badasses. They go into the ring and they will kick your head off. You can tell. They're just, they just, you know, big brawly women who just want to fight. You know what I'm saying? They're strong, and I want to see more of that. I don't know. It's just, it's a little bit weird to me. And this is one, the one part of the show where I said there was some things that just kind of, you know, there was the highs with the Escobars, and then this kind of brought me out of it. You know, um, so I don't know. I, I just hope that I hope that they don't make the tag titles for the women again just feel like flatlined, like it was sure. for a while. You know. It feels like it's sad that like we're just happy there was a match that happened. That's like, it. That's it. Yeah. Past that point for sure. But Pulaski, you like wins and losses and that determining the direction of contendership, which means this was probably not so much for you, but <laughs> Well, you know, remember when we were like it was I don't know, sometime in August, we were like, Oh, spooky season's coming up. Can't wait to see them fire up those spooky Scottish witches. They're definitely getting the tag team title shot sometime in, in October. It might even be the trick or street fight for the tag team titles. Ooh, it's perfect. They're made for them. No, no. They had their last match on television at the end of June. It is now mm -hmm. mid-January. Mm -hmm. They waited. They waited from the end of June till mid-January to fight. They were doing vignettes about how they cursed the tag titles, but that never materialized into a match or even appearing live on television. They finally appeared live on television mm. to have their big title match, which they have not earned in any way. They, had, mm. they attacked... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. attacked the kabuki warriors during a christmas themed street fight for no reason mm -hmm. to get this match and the match was over in the time it takes you to make a hot pocket what are we doing with the poor spooky scottish witches i'm, I'm preach what, what daddy are we, what are we doing with with these they're great i mean listen i really like isla dawn i think she's 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 great at doing the spooky stuff she's she's she is very talented in ring kaylee ray is one of the top 15 women's wrestlers in the world i don't like she is and she's the other girl in the spooky 
tag team. Un- we got to get rid of the Unholy Union. That was the name that oh, they gave yeah. to Undertaker when he was trying to have sex yes. with Stephanie McMahon. Yes. Like, this is this is a different. It's a different thing. Don't get get that out of here. Yes. Spooky Scottish team team Spooky Scotland. If you're if you're us, if you're anybody else, Dawn of Fire. It's mm. right there. Mm. Right it's there. Perfect. Anyway. Mm. Um. The Kabuki Warriors are absolutely winning next week, and here's why. So the only member of Damage Katarl who is cleared to wrestle, who does not have a title going into the Royal Rumble, is Bailey. And sense. she has to win it. Here's the thing. I would prefer her to win the Royal Rumble to get to get her WrestleMania <clears throat> match. But I think she's not actually going to do that because... When she comes out of the Royal Rumble with no title and no title opportunity at Mania, that's when they jump her out. So maybe she wins the Emanation Chamber to get a shot at Io. Like maybe that's nice how how they're gonna do it. But yeah, I yeah yeah yeah. So so I did just want to real quick acknowledge this from Chris, uh, who says I don't get that anti Logan Paul stuff from most fightful contributors. He's taken to pro wrestling like a duck to water. He hasn't had a single bad match. So real quick, I did just want to say, this is the trio of people that like Logan Paul the least. Sean is in on him. Denise, I think, is in on him. Um, And I would say very few of my complaints are ever in ring. He's great athletically. I have some bums. He's incredibly athletic. Um, And I, I do feel like he could improve in the storytelling arena, but like He's done, what, five matches, maybe? Like, he's mm-hmm. definitely great at that part of it. I just didn't like this promo, and I don't like a lot of the stuff outside of the ring, which is what these fellas also have an issue with. But there's definitely people at Fightful that champion them. <laughs> this trio, ain't it? So I'm <laughs> sorry you're not getting an alternative perspective, but most of but, our complaints are on the... That's what I mean. Like, that's your, that's your cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? That's who you like. And that's great. I've already, you know, I, for one, I've already acknowledged personally his physical uh, ability in ring. Outside of that, I can, I don't, I don't, it's it's just not for me. There's a lot of explicits I can use and a lot of ways that I can go at this using my (laughs) Marine Corps vernacular. You know what I'm saying? But I I won't. And I just leave it at that. He's just, you know, he's, he's this generation's, you know, little celebrity that people like and want to see and they grew up watching him making videos and stuff like that you know what i'm saying and, and arguably like a smart business move like right yeah he's doing right right so he's like, he's been it. he's been very very uh um privileged in everything that he's done along mm-hmm. the way you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying use the word privileged very 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 big word in capital all caps <laughs> all caps privileged and i'll leave it at that because he, and I did know. just want to bring that up because um, there are people at FIFA with a different opinion, so I just didn't want you to sure. think that like yeah, this no, is no, not, the, you're not correct. the truth. That, listen, there are there are a whole lot of uh, professional wrestlers, full time professional wrestlers who put in a decade or more into doing this and are fantastic professional wrestlers who are vile human beings. Yeah, yeah, and you can decide to accept that or not. I will more likely to accept people who've put in the work over a decade who are vile human beings than I am a douchebag YouTuber who just parlayed his celebrity, which he did not earn in any way, into a dream job where he's going to summer camp to decide to okay, be a wrestler. Okay, let's move on from Logan Paul. Oh, by the way, that's one last thing. That's my one thing. 
That's one last thing. One last thing. No more things. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I think the same way about um, uh, Bad Bunny. I don't want Bad Bunny winning any championships either. That's true. Okay? Even yeah, I don't like five years. So, so you guys are more objective with that. I want Bad Bunny to dethrone Robin. I love that guy. I know. Um, no, it's, it's <laughs> I acknowledging that's completely hypocritical. I just love Bad Bunny. Uh, but we will move on to. Carmelo Hayes appearing on SmackDown again. We've seen him a few times here. Glad that he's okay after Mm -hmm. um, the incident that we saw last week, which was unclear about what kind of had happened. It just looked like something went wrong with Carmelo Hayes and Austin Theory. So glad that they're both all right. But he's Mm -hmm. in the back with the lovely Kathy Kelly for an update here saying that uh, things like this happen and that both he and Theory are – thankfully can walk away from it and he didn't lose but he didn't he didn't win but he didn't lose either and he's gonna ball out whenever he can and then we have theory and grayson waller coming into frame here and theory complains uh and there's a rematch set for next week which i think is good i'm just glad that they're both okay honestly still just not there for uh me with austin theory grayson waller they don't really have wins backing him up, which will always be a booking complaint of mine. But he's taken to this archetype extremely well on the main roster. He killed it in that whole media situation with LA Knight that unfolded. I thought he did a really good job of being put in a really awkward position where someone was like, do a move on me. And he's like, well, I can't because you don't know how to take a wrestling move. But I'll talk some S and make you feel like this is very yeah. real. I thought he did great with that. Um, and I, I feel like his charisma is showing through Austin theory, just still not there for me with it, but he's good in the ring. Carmelo is great at all of this. I think it's cool. He's getting some SmackDown exposure. You got to assume at this point, I'll throw it to Pulaski first. He's got to be showing up in rumble or we wouldn't be seeing him here this much. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't, does the people who, uh, are creatives on SmackDown just not have the phone numbers of people who are creatives and NXT. Because they're presenting two incredibly <laughs> different people. Yes. And I, I've said it, almost everybody who watches NXT also watches SmackDown. So they are confused as to why he is this conquering babyface on SmackDown when he's obviously the villainous mastermind behind taking out his best friend, Trick Williams. And <laughs> it's weird. It's fine. Uh, I do think Austin Theory... Um, Austin Theory is not confused about what happened during that. He says Carmelo tried to end his career by taking a move done to him by Austin Theory, which mm-hmm. doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I did a move to you, and you tried to end my career when when I did a move to you. Did the move? Yeah, it's a weird, yeah, no, a no, weird no. thing. Um, so we move along, coming down the home stretch here. We get AJ Styles versus LA Knight. This ends with LA Knight uh, seeing AJ Styles and going after him, but allowing AJ to recover. My notes are a little mixed up, but catching Knight with an insiguri and then Solo attacking LA Knight. My apologies. Knight saw Solo Sokoa and it was a distraction, which <laughs> allows AJ to recover and catch Knight with an insiguri and Solo attacking Knight from behind to cause a DQ. And that ends up in more chaos in our main event that we'll talk about shortly. I don't have a ton to say on this, but this is just more building up to the obvious situation that uh, we are leaning into. We're going to get a lot of these messy DQs and interference finishes until we get to Rumble, which is mercifully around the corner because that's not for me. Um, But 
decent enough here. They're trying to build more tension between AJ Styles and LA Knight. I know, uh, Pulaski, you said that the justification felt kind of weak to you, and I agree that um, LA Knight stepped in while AJ Styles was out as if Roman Reigns was just not supposed to defend his titles, which has been mostly true, but um, that that wasn't like a strong enough justification for you. I appreciate that they tried to continue to build a story with a match here, but just kind of was what it was. I don't have a ton to say about it, except that AJ Styles is swole as hell. Coming back yeah. from him being off screen here. Uh, we'll start with Cardoza and then we'll we'll flip to Pulaski. What what were your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah. AJ now stands for all the juice. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make any uh, comments about that. I'm thing. joking because um, they do it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. I we're, you 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 put the 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 right words out there. Um, there's going to be a lot of shenanigans coming up here. You know, um, these these three very oily men uh, <laughs> are going to be. Are, I mean, I had to put on shades. That's how bright the lights were shining off their pods. <laughs> They're hot pods. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I just. I. Maybe it's because Roman is just going to go into mania with the title in my brain that this does nothing for me. I know this is a middle of the way storyline getting, you know, to get to that conclusion. So unfortunately for me, this is like, cool. Okay, great. You know, we're going to give AJ some screen time. We're going to give LA Knight, who's very well deserving some screen time. Randy Orton, who's a legend, you know, could is going to make them into even bigger stars for some reason, I think, in my head, because he's just going to be able to do some crazy stuff in ring. And that's it to me. Like, that's literally it to me. Huge, oily, jacked men <laughs> fighting each other. Bro. Fighting <laughs> each other. That is pro wrestling. Yeah, I this, this oil was like a lot of this episode this. where it was just like there. Like, there was, this was yes. Just- you knew this was yeah. going to be Alex likes yeah. to use the this Alex likes to use the phrase yeah. paint by numbers. This is kind of what that was. Did you have anything you wanted to add before we get into our main event? Very, it was very funny when they were like, oh, we have L.A. Knight versus A.J. Styles. And then our main event, Randy Orton versus Solo Sokoa. And I look over the clock and it's like past. It's like it's like. 8.32 Central Time. And I was like, no, 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 no. You usually start the walkout for the main event about 10 minutes earlier than this. Ago, yeah. so these are definitely truncated and, and, and yeah, for whatever. Sure. AJ Styles continuing to blame LA Knight for what <laughs> happened is so ridiculous. It's not as ridiculous as Drew McIntyre blaming Jey Uso, who wasn't even on the continent when he got taken out by Solo Sokoa, but still, they are running the exact same playbook of a guy delusional about who is responsible <laughs> for him being taken out for months. Anyway, <laughs> Um, yes, I, what's uh, no funny way... is the emphasis is on the fact that he was out for months when it should be on the fact that, like, you had a title shot and you lost and you lost the same way that we all lost, like, right? Everybody right. gets interfered on, so I, I feel like they're just putting the, the emphasis on the wrong piece of that. But and and uh, Cardoza, your thing about how we know Roman's not losing, so like, if it was a different t- title reign. Like the idea of this guy who can't be beat, but now he's facing three of the top dudes at once in a match where he does not need to be pinned at a major show like the Royal Rumble. 
should not feel to all of us, to anyone with a pulse and a working brain, that it is an absolute impossibility for him to lose this match. We should we should not feel that way, and yet we do because of the because of what we know that there's zero chance he's losing the match, but losing yeah. the title before uh, WrestleMania. So, like, although this is the kind of match that should give us doubts, but it can't because it's Roman, because it's WWE. I know because a couple of months from now is WrestleMania. Yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. But I think yeah, that's Chad just from Ricardo where... saying watching on VOD. Here's a small sack of money. Well, thank you. Thank you Ricardo, for your small sack of money. I just think it's the fact that we're also just you know we're in this business. You know we're we're journalists right. sitting here. You know, um, talking about you know the sport of wrestling and understanding. Like we do deep dives. We we've seen millions of hours of storytelling, and maybe to the normal fan sitting at home and at this at the stadium, they're like, "Yay, what a great match!" But to us, we're like. Incredible, incredible men who are oiled up doing incredible physical things. But at the end of the day, we know. We just know, you know. Guys, and- last call for Super Chats and Humper Chats. Um, some people in the chat asking about the Seth Rollins news that was covered at the top of the show. And we are going to close out with our main event here. But we did get a backstage earlier in the night um, where Roman is complaining about Jimmy and Solo leaving yeah. Heyman at the mercy of Randy Orton, which I thought was good stuff. Roman making solo the tribal heir for a reason. <laughs> and tonight he'll show him he was right and we'll fix things. Um, Jimmy kind of heads out with solo and Roman. I, I like that he can feel it despite us knowing what the booking is going to be. I think they've done a, the best that yes. they can with yes. trying to make it feel like Roman is starting to get vulnerable with the odds stacked against yes. him, which leads us. So our main event match of Solo Sokolo versus Randy Orton. And we get Randy Orton with the win because Solo Sokolo Sokoa only loses going into pay-per-views, <laughs> which happens extremely rarely, but does happen. But what I liked here is Roman Reigns comes out with the beatdown, which is so predictable. But Randy with the RKO on Roman, I thought was a really nice touch here. Um, that is also wrestling math of who's standing strong and whatnot. But uh, it has felt like the real story almost has been Randy Orton and Roman Reigns. Well, the periphery of AJ Styles and LA Knight has been there to kind of fill out what the odds are looking like. One thing that I thought was really nice with Solo Sokoa and Randy Orton in this is that Randy Orton is very quick. He's not always fast, but he's quick with his movements. So that's what makes him so interesting in the ring to me of he can work slowly in a match, but when he does hit something, it's like lightning. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the coolest part about Randy Orton. And I just liked his ring style with Solo Sokoa with that tonight. Um, we'll start with Cardoza and then we'll flip over to Pulowski. Uh Again, kind of paint by numbers, but I liked what happened in ring. I feel like this was a stronger match for Solo. Uh, this was good, good stuff to go home on. It just... Just felt like a flatter episode that we've been getting the past couple of weeks, but nothing super offensive here. No, I, no, I don't want to take I don't want to take away from it. it. I I liked it and I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Especially like seeing Solo in the ring, he's so damn cool. You know what I'm saying? Like he has that swagger. You know, whatever it is, whether he picks up the mic the the mic and talks to you or not, or just beats the crap out of you and spikes you to death. You know, like I think he's just great. Randy Orton too, man. Just you mentioned it. Uh, you know. When Roman kind of uh, snuck into the ring and he was ready to spear him, that insane, like how f- 
freaking on a dime he is to turn and do something. And what I liked about it, Kate, is something that a lot of wrestling is missing is that after he committed the move, he just laid there like, God, I am beat up. That's what I had. And this, that's all I can do. I'm sorry. I can't get back up, you know, until he, you know, threw the freaking contract at him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I really like those little things make me so happy. Like he was just passed out on the floor after the RKO. I don't know, man. That's just me. Most Weird. dangerous three letters in wrestling. Will saying uh, Randy matches where he only plays the hits pop me because they act like sure it's his back, but he would work that way anyway if he didn't have a bad back. Uh, yeah, he's not putting himself through too much stress that we've seen so far since his return, and good for him. He's earned it. <laughs> Pulaski, your thoughts on the end of the show? Speaking of Randy Orton's back, um, Solo Sokoa, it does not behoove you to walk up and stand with your front facing Randy Orton's back and then tap mm. him on the shoulder. Yeah. Because that is an immediate RKO, which is exactly <laughs> what happens. Randy doesn't even have to turn around. He'll RKO anyone who ends up standing behind him in that fashion. And then he'll ask questions later. Apologize. It could, it could have turned out to be a nun. It's fine. Sorry. Sorry, sister. He'll just or he'll RKO anybody. So it's just like a Pavlovian response. He'll learn that. He'll eventually learn that. I liked him also RKOing both uh, AJ Styles and LA Knight. I love yeah. him uh, 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 countering the, the spear into the RKO because that always looks great. Oh, it's um, so good. Uh, yeah, there's in another in another lifetime, another dimension, you absolutely could convince me that Randy Orton taking the title off of Roman Reigns as part of a resurgence of Randy Orton. Randy Orton is, is uh, he's, he's fantasy booking himself versus John Cena when they both have 16 title wins to like the, the, the winner of for a vacant title becomes the 17th, the 17 time champion. And at the end of the match, no matter who wins, whichever one becomes champion, they both have to retire. That's yeah. the stipulation for the match. That's what he wants to do. And I'm like, eventually you're going to have to win three more times to get to that point. So why not? Um, but the thing about it that, that took me out of this the most out of tonight was Solo Sokoa stepping in front of Jimmy while Roman was berating Jimmy and being like, I'm going to handle this. Yeah. You, you made me the tribal heir for a reason. Let me take care of this. And I was like that. And, and Roman looking at him like, uh, okay. Every time Solo talks to Roman, Roman gets unnerved by it. And I, I feel like more than anybody else, honestly, that is a, even a possibility, a whiff of a possibility of being the guy to take the title off of Roman. Especially if Roman holds it all the way through 2024, beats Hogan's reign and takes it into Mania next year. The guy I want to see them build to it is Solo doing it. Mm. Because it makes a young guy forever. Ever, yep. And that that might be something interesting. I, mean, I just love the way Roman is almost scared of Solo yeah. whenever Solo decides to put a little bass in his voice. It is give nice him that side eye, especially because like he doesn't speak all that often. So when he does, it's extra impactful. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, not as fun as the past two weeks on on SmackDown, but not the worst episode. If these are complaints, I'll take it way more over what we were getting six months ago. Very happy Pete Dunn is back. 
Good stuff there. We are going to wrap up and get out of here and let you guys enjoy your weekends. I'm going to plug my own stuff real quick uh, because I was on Be Kind Rewind with Mikey Ruckus this weekend. We talked about everything but wrestling. We talked about music. We talked about movies. We did cold table reads. We went through um, the top charts of what songs were popular uh, during 1993 because it was a movie that I chose to review, which was Little Big League. Uh, I will raise the profile of that stupid B movie as much as I can on podcasts. We had a great time. So check out Be Kind Rewind with Mikey Ruckus, myself. Um, Absolute blast. Other than that, you can check me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. I'm all over Fightful and Fightful Select Mondays with this fella and doing pay-per-views with this fella on Fightful Select. Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday here on the main channel doing NXT with Alex as well. Uh, Thursday's doing ROH with Reg and right here every Friday for SmackDown. But Cardoza, what do you have going on? Hey, just follow me on uh, Alexis Cardoza over on the Instagrams and the threads. And then, uh, you know, on Twitter, just farming. I'll let you know exactly. I'll let you know exactly what I'm doing on there. Stay tuned. (laughs) Pulaski, what do you have going on? Oh, you said most of it already anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We do a lot of shows together. I'm actually going to be joining you this Wednesday for the Dynamite review on the main channel as well as Sean will be headed to Royal Rumble weekend. So you will be so sick of me by the end of next week, people. Mm. But... (laughs) We will get out of here then. Uh, Have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. Stay tuned to FightfulSelect.com for more updates over the weekend. We're out of here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.